Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Four Pointers Fantasy League podcast. I'm Jake, and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? Good. 200 takes, that's the best you could do. Yeah. Just, just a smooth, <laughs> sultry tone, that's all I can get get out of me. 200 takes, so that's all we can yeah. get. First take. Why Jake won to Jake? Yeah, that's all I've got. Pretty good. We're still a bit dusty following going to every Magic Round game. That's how much we care about this podcast. <laughs> we stomached beer after beer as we watch those people. football games. For the people. Do you think I wanted to watch eight games of football while eating terrible trans fats and <laughs> drinking beers? Of course not. Never. I want to be at home drinking a nice rosé and talking about art. <laughs> there I was, putting myself through the trials and tribulations. Through the ringer. Through the ringer for this podcast. For all six listeners out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you haven't joined us before, uh, it's a rugby league fantasy podcast. We talk about uh, fantasy NRL, the one on NRL.com, um, and we talk about some teamless stuff and uh, just general stuff around NRL fantasy. So, uh, yeah, big week, as you said. We went to Magic Ground. Uh, we watched all eight games. We had a bit of, a, I guess, a, a wager last week. Well, nothing was on the line, but we had a bit of a, uh, a competition to see who would uh, who would score each each uh, each position, the best player. And uh, I'm happy to announce that I won four to three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't tell the joke I was going to say. I can't bother <laughs> to edit it out. I'll tell you off the record yeah. about scoring in fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> scoring at Magic Round. Um, yeah, you managed to edge it out after cheating and scissors, pepper, rock and getting to pick all the best positions. Even with all those advantages, you still just had, you had to scrape one out. Yeah, I uh, got through in the end. Uh so it would have been. A, I think you, you would have won with the wild card anyway. So or you would have. No, you got the wild card. So I think I would have won if the wild card wasn't an option. Thankfully, so it wasn't the the deciding vote. But yeah, we are. Uh, we digress. It would be ironic if I lost because of the wild card. That's my <laughs> idea. <laughs> this is true. That would be a, a, a not a good weekend. We we both lost in our league. Uh, this week as well at Reggie Crowd, so it was just a it was just a bad time all round. Yeah, it was we both lost by under five. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible, terrible week. I mean, the footy was good, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was not a good. There week. There's some classics. There were some definitely some classics. Parramatta Eels that'll be on some Fox Classic Rugby li- yeah. the Fox League channel for a few more years. Um, but we'll jump into the team list. Everyone wants to go home. Well, I want to go home. <laughs> I'm already home, but I want to yeah, go. I want to go home. I want, Extra I home. want you to leave my home. Yeah. It'd probably be the best expression. Yeah. Um, so I want you to leave my home, so we'll jump in. Um, look at the team list. We'll start with the Newcastle Knights. Tazan Frizzell's back in. He's not the tour de force that he used to be for Fantasy League, but he's still a handy player that I'm sure plenty of people have. Let me check right here right now. Uh, 1.4%, so not that many um, anymore. Get on the Tyson Frizzell bandwagon. He's been out with in- injury and health um, a few times this year, so makes sense to have a low percentage. But one to keep an eye out going on to the back end of for a cheaper edge option. Um, former number one player in fantasy league, Dan yeah. Gay guy. Gun. Started the year an absolute tear before tailing off. He's been out with a face fracture. He was named on extended bench for Newcastle. So if you're looking for a point of difference in your outside backs, Gay guy might be an option for you there. Uh, who do you see potentially missing out? Do you see Dominic Young or Edric Lee moving or Twala shifting to the wing? Or um, I think it'll be Twala, but I've heard in the past that they're, before Gago got injured, they were looking at dropping Bradman Best, so we'll see. Hard to tell at this point. I think, though, it'll probably be Twala. Um, Gago, Bradman Best on the, in the centres. But you could also um, probably drop. Uh, well, Edric Lee's Lee. leaving, so yeah, Edric, yeah. you might look to the yeah, future. Yeah, probably Edric Lee. Tuella was playing on the wing for yeah. the start of the year. So, yeah, probably Edric Lee. 
Probably a jiggly. Which is no, not good for the few people. I think he's a relatively okay. Yeah, he's he quite cheap. cheap yeah. so, and he scored, or, he scored a well okay on the weekend. So that'll be not good for people that are yeah. Moving on to your beloved Tigers. Uh, Jock Madden's been named to start 5-8. I don't have a lot of people excited because he's scoring so well. But those people need to keep in mind that Adam Dewey will be coming back in, right, Jake? Yeah, there was rumours he might have even been getting cleared to play this weekend. Uh, wasn't to be the case, so he obviously must have missed, uh, missed out. So I'd imagine he'll probably be back next week. I think well, round 14 was the goal eventually, uh, initially. Uh, so he should be back hopefully next week or the week after. Um, so it's only a, a short-term uh, short-term investment if you've got Jock Madden or pretty much anyone that's just happened to hang on to him uh, is probably the only ones that are going to benefit. Speaking of absolute tragedies, <laughs> Tulagi's been benched for the Tigers. With His value's now gotten up to 460, which is still an improvement, but considering that he um, has never really, between injuries and everything, he's never really scored what you would have wanted him to score, but... Uh, so now might be the time to cash him out either this week or next week. He's got a relatively easy break-even in the 30s, so you can probably wait a week if there's more pressing things. Cough, cough, Talakai <laughs> in your team that you need to trade. Yeah, he, uh, yeah he's, uh, he's had some 40s in there. He's got uh, 49 on the weekend. Um, but, yeah, not ideal if he's playing off the bench. And with the forward rotation with the Tigers, it's been so hard to pick. We've had so many injuries over the last couple of weeks. Players have been playing all different minutes. Um, and Garner, I would imagine, and well, both Garner and Luciano are both 80-minute sort of players, so it'd be interesting to see where he would fit into that rotation as it is. If at all. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Madison, who's been scoring points for fun off the bench, has moved to lock. Does that make him a must-consider, Jake? Uh, so what's he at? 7.63, so he's quite expensive. Only 2.5% of people own him, so good point of difference. Uh, has a break-even of 27 um, and scored 84 on the weekend, so and that was off the bench. So, yeah, definitely one to look at if you've got some uh, some cap space to, to bring him in. Josh Schuster returns for the Eagles. Uh, he's never hasn't been able to get going this year, uh, but could be a late point of difference mid-year. Yeah, he was good uh, last season when he when he did play. Um, obviously, that's why he's around the 600K mark. Uh, only 1% of people own him. Uh, he scored 45 points in the, I think it was the one game he did play, so not bad, but yeah, it could be a, could be a good option. Go back to the Knights game, I realised we should probably discuss Anthony Milford. <laughs> yeah. Priced in the mid-500s. <laughs> he, uh, a bit too high for my liking, yep. but if you're desperate, it's possible <laughs> throw at the stumps. Yeah, who knows? He could score 60, he could score three, so yeah. The, the, we don't know what uh, Milford, how he'll fit into the Knights' attack, but it'll be uh, one to watch, I guess, over the next two weeks or so. And uh, Ramsey has gone to fullback for the Dragons after dropping Tyrell Sloan again. And Ramsey gets his chance, small fullback fast. Um, I don't love his prospects from a fair sleep point of view, though. No, so yeah, 3.6% of people own him. Uh, he's at 258k, but... As we've seen uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, yeah, Anthony Griffin has swapped his uh, his, his fullbacks around. Uh, at the moment, Moses Embiid is playing uh, dummy half out of necessity because McCulloch's out, so he could potentially go back to fullback when McCulloch's back. So that's the other risk as well. Yeah, nailed that one. Uh, Tohu Harris named to start second row. He was last week, coming off his first game of the year. 
it's put another one to watch. Hopefully his price go down. Did you have his numbers, Jake? Yeah, so he scored 24 on the weekend, uh, has a break even now at 77 because of that. So What's he priced at? Uh, he's uh, priced at 729, so that'll drop down. He'll be under 600 yeah, by so the end of this week. Under weekend. 700. Uh, 700, sorry. So, yeah, um, that's a possible one to, to keep an eye on. Uh, Trent Peoples has been named for the Rabbitohs to start even though he wasn't allowed to play last time. <laughs> um, but he is now officially allowed to play. He got 51 in his debut. Now he's got a break-even of minus seven. So that's definitely a cheapie, some people, potential cheapie that some people have been crying out for to help with their team. Yeah, good one to potentially downgrade to Tulagi. Um, uh, you know, it just depends on how long he's got in the team. So Jacob Host played there on, was going to play there um, and then got injured pretty much nearly first tackle. Uh, on the weekend, um, but then you've also got Liam Knight on the bench who could potentially eat into his minutes, so you just have to wait and see on that one. The tend have good wraps on him, though, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Nico Hines moved back to fullback. Last half-back. time he played... Back to halfback, apologies. Yeah. Last time he played in the seven, he got 123 points. Yeah. Or 132? 132, 132, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, 132 points. Now he's back in that position after scoring 44 at fullback. Uh, does that... Do you think it was more of a case of situation where he got 44? Do you think the position plays plays a part, Jake? Uh, yeah, so obviously we were there watching the game um, and we were sort of talking about it. He was sort of trying to fill both positions. I think he was trying to play the halfback role, even though Trindle was there, and be a support player as fullback, which meant that the attack was very disjointed and they didn't seem to uh, yeah, get anything going in terms of attack. So hopefully now they've got, a, uh, I guess, a specialist fullback uh, coming into the team. I think it's his debut, uh, Lockie, Lockie Miller. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he can uh, free up Hines to go back to being his kicking game and yeah, be a, a halfback like he was uh, the rest of the season. I feel like Lockie Miller is going to be the new Damien Cook. Did you know Lockie Miller played Rugby Sevens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's no beat sprinter. No beat sprinter. No. no beat But fast. Yeah. Uh, moving on now. We've been, that's teamless, done and dusted. We're moving on to our, our segment for the week. This week we're going to go with keepers. We're going to do this a few times, a few times throughout the year. Uh, we're going to discuss five players that are either keepers or the borderline of being a keeper and whether or not we could give them keeper status, which is holding them for the rest of the year and playing around them being in your finals team. We're going to go with some of the bigger names and then go in with a few, uh, the last two go a little bit more outside the box. Um, Payne Haas, Jake, started the year as everyone's de facto captain. But I wouldn't say he's been setting the world on fire while he's been dealing with a combination of AC joint injuries and off-field drama. His uh, last two last two games he's played, round 8 and round 10, he's gotten 43 and 45. But obviously before that, he was 64, 71, 78, 64, 58, 85. Yeah, he, uh, he's had a few bad weeks. Obviously that shoulder mustn't be 100% because, yeah, it's obviously yeah. enduring his performance. His minutes are down. He, in his last game that he scored over 60, he had 68 minutes. In round 8 and 10, he averaged 55. Yeah, so looking at that, that's not ideal. Um, he is a good points-per-minute player uh, generally and, you know, gets some, a lot of attacking stacks, awful offloads, tackle bus. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's probably in the back of your mind, is he, is he not giving 100%? Or not, does he not give you 100%? But is he 100%? Um, and get to be able to put his body on the line for those uh, for the for the for at the way he's playing at the moment. Um, look, I think Payne Haas is always a 
uh, a fantasy gun pretty much since he's come into to first grade. It would be hard to consider him uh, not a fantasy keeper. But I guess the the other example would be a Jason Talmalolo for a long time was a fantasy gun and a fantasy keeper and sort of dropped off um, over the last couple of years. So I don't know if this is the the moment he's going to drop off. It's yeah, like I said, it's an injury. But um, where do you see do you see him as a as a keeper? This I season? think he's just from a lack of options, unless yeah. you get unless you feel more comfortable putting an extra ninety k in and pivoting to Isaiah Papalili, who's overpriced at the moment. Yep. Your best bet's probably to hold him. I think he'll come good. It just depends if the injury gets worse. Then you pivot. But I think it's at least wait-and-see territory right now. Yep, for sure. Uh, next player on the list, Jake, is Nico Hines. We just talked about him before. Um, I'm going to talk through. I think he's the highest average and the highest-priced player in the league at the moment. Do you yep. think that's justified? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, 130 uh Putting it in scores like that will uh, will definitely put your price up. Owned by forty eight percent of the league. Yeah, so I think yeah, when you the risk is if you don't have him, you get burnt by him. So um, yeah, he is quietly priced. Um, uh, I think yeah, majority of that forty eight percent of people probably had him, uh, if 